following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Hammer time! Are you a homeowner who is dangerous with tools? Do you start a project and never finish it? Because no. frustration sets in. Do you think maybe you should have called a professional? Break it down. Well, look no further. Image Home Improvement is now live from the Star Worldwide Networks Tower. And now, remodeling contractor, TV personality, and your host for Image Home Improvement, Steve Dubell. Oh, yes, it's a toasty Saturday right here on... Image Home Improvement Live, right, on Star Worldwide Networks. And we'd like to welcome all of you to the show this week. It is, right, we're getting into that June now. And, you know, Robin, we've been uh, very fortunate the last few weeks. Uh, in May, we had probably one of the coolest Mays we've ever had. I know. At, at least in our lifetime. I know. Isn't that great? We got to experience a lot of rain, some nice cool days. And, it's funny, but a friend of mine on Memorial Day, he's a former Marine, he actually put on his dress blues and went to the, the Memorial Cemetery, wow. and he was in here yesterday talking about it, and he said, I was freezing, and but I put this coat on, and I was nice and warm, and everyone else was out there so cold because they went to visit the graves of their loved ones That's, that had served. And yeah, and it was definitely, definitely a cool time here in the Valley of the Sun, but uh, as we know, all good things will, <laughs> will pass and move on as we go head into... The uh, month of June, as we firm, as they say, we're firmly ensconced in June now, and the temperatures are on the rise. You know, we're over 100 already. Ugh. Tomorrow is estimated to be 105 degrees, and um, it's just been uh, been a crazy day. You know, one of the good things that I will say that happened during the course of uh, this week, actually, you know, uh, for all of you that follow the show, you know, and I, I kid everybody, you know, that we had sold the old Dubell compound uh, when my life changed. And then we went and and bought, this year we bought the new Dubell Dominion over in North Phoenix, which is is alive and well and, do, and doing fantastic. But one of the things that we needed to do was actually upgrade the, the uh, AC work, AC system, the whole system, because when we had bought it, it was about 19 years old and it was showing severe signs of wear. So, you know, as, um, as uh, Howie Mandel says, we made a deal. <laughs> we made a deal and we, when we bought the house, but we needed to get the unit changed. And uh, our good friends, Larry Thompson, over at Quality Systems, uh, definitely uh, a sponsor and promoter of the show, actually came in with a team and we actually took out the old heat pump unit. And we also had to obviously take out the the handling unit up in the attic. And one of the things that we found, and this is where people, you know, when they, they think that, oh, it, it was working, you know, and they're going to take potluck and think about, well, will it work again for this summer? Am I going to get through it? Um, you're playing Russian roulette because one of the things that we knew it needed to be fixed and or replaced, the money putting into it to repair it just wasn't worth doing on a, a almost 20-year-old unit because it's not as energy efficient as it is now. The newer ones are now. Plus, there are things that you can't see. Now, when we took the air handler out of the attic, we found that there were there was leaks that were not visible before because they were inside the, the casing of the handling unit, not to mention that um, uh, the... Uh, the the leaks were starting to get really bad. They were they were um, 
There were cracks in the, in the duct work that were up there, and there were things that were happening up there that just you couldn't see. So it was, it was high time for it to take it out and put a new one in, and they, they were there all day. They did a fabulous job. It's, it's cool. You can regulate the temperature now, and um, if you go on my Facebook page, you'll see exactly what it looks like because the old one was really, you know, it needed to go. It just needed to go, like some other things in my life I got rid of. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not going there, Robin. Okay. And we, we need to make a disclaimer here because <laughs> no, 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 no. Because, because your partner in crime oh, yes, is missing yes. today. Dan and he is did not, not here. He Dan did is not the, get rid of Dan. Dan is no, ailing today. He is on the disabled list. Dan is on the disabled list, and we wish him well. Uh, and he will he will surely be back next week. But uh, you know, as the doctor says, you know, you have to, sometimes when you have to take a time out. And you better, because it's your health, you have to listen. Yes. Because you can't, um, you can't fake it. And we'll miss the Danisms, yeah. but Dan, I know you're listening, so we just want to tell you, we love you, we miss you, and you better get better soon, because I need you in here, man. You're my, my bro, my partner against this one over here. <laughs> All right, well, we have another partner online with us. It's our good friend, Linda Hammond, and she... Yes, uh- she, yep. I'm on the listen. I'm on the disabled list too, but I'm here. So well, what's up with Dan? Well, you know, see, they yeah. would have had to because he had some issues that he had to go. Um, he would have had to Uber all the way in from like the West Side, and uh, <laughs> it just you know he's been Ubering back and forth to the doctor because they won't let him drive. So he's um, he's got to stay. He's got to rest and re- and relax. Okay. Well, I hope he does get better soon. Yeah, he'll be, he'll be fine. You know, I check in on him every day just to make sure that he's doing well and alive and kicking. You know, um, we, did a, we did a huge um, house inspection together about a week and a half ago, and it was, it, Linda, it, this, it, if, if the, the people that are there, now I don't know what they're going to do, but they're selling the house. It's a 10,000-square-foot house, okay? Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's got a lot of stuff inside. And for those, ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah I knew, well, that's her favorite stuff. I her favorite know, words. You I know, know that. I know. And you know, for those of you who don't know who Linda Hammond is, and if you don't, you, you've been hiding under a rock. Oh, she yeah. is. She's the author of the Garage Sale Gal's Guide to Making Money Off Your Stuff. And you know, we always talk about, you know, my my one of my favorite comedians, George Carlin, who always talks about his stuff. And uh, your house is just a place for your stuff. But you would think about it, um, this house, Linda, was just, it was huge. I mean, it had eight bedrooms and 11 bathrooms. Not to mention, the, that doesn't include the casita. Wow. So you were doing an inspection. Did you take any pictures of their stuff? Yes, I <laughs> or, did. Or, you know, <laughs> I've got to send it over to you so you can put, so you can figure out how much money you can make. No, seriously, they're selling the house, and we went over there to do an inspection, Dan and I, for the prospective buyers. And it was just, um, it, it was huge. I mean, a lot of these things, okay, the one thing, you know, obviously, you know, I like, a, I like seeing tech stuff in the house. And this house, house had some beautiful views of, the backside of Camelback Mountain, along with uh, the yard. Actually, the yard was long enough that we could literally make a, a short par three if you teed up right outside the patio and about 90 yards down, you could have a short par three right at the end of the lot. That's how long the lot would be. 
Well, and, now, and, how'd, you, how'd you end up getting this gig? This, that's a pretty nice gig. <laughs> well, you know, when you're in the Valley as long as I have, you know, as Dan would say, right. since the Paleo- Paleolithic era. No, we, we actually work with some people that um, these the potential buyers had contacted us and reached out and said that they would like to buy this house. They were moving in from California. So they're going to be talking. They're going to be looking at it. We're we're going through some things, and you know, uh, we just check it. Going through this house took a lot of time. Took actually with everything we checked with some of the other people that we brought in, it took about three days. But they Whoa. but they have they have two two car garages and a one one car garage in the Casita, and at least let's see one two. At least three spaces are taken up with stuff in the garage. Wow. And, you know, a lot of this stuff is, uh, I'm sure, for uh, it's, it's good stuff, but it's older stuff that has, you know, could easily be refinished and reworked for someone okay. who likes to, you know, likes to go out and get that farmhouse look. Now, Steve, it's funny that you say that, because when I approach a garage sale or an estate sale that also has stuff inside, Many times I go to the garage first, and I'm sure you would too, but here's why I go there first, because it's long forgotten stuff. It's stuff that people put out there maybe 20 years ago and forgot all about and still don't like all that much, so it's going to be less expensive, and like you said, it's older and also probably stuff that you could never find in a store today. So I do love starting in the garage first. No, yeah, absolutely. And this was stuff that you could see. It it wasn't your typical contemporary type furniture that isn't that old, but it has it has some great potential. As they say, you know, like we talk about a house, it had good bones. Some of this furniture had it was structurally had good bones. It looked pretty good. It just needed a little, you know, a little resurfacing and it, it'd be ready for sale again. But it's some of the classic stuff that some people like to have and put in their homes because that's their style that they like. Right. You know, so, uh, but that's a great, that's a great point. You always look in the garage. You know, when we did a first initial, first. when we did an initial walkthrough, um, it looked like uh, everything was pretty well, you know, put aside. But in the garage, yes, there was stacks of stuff. No doubt. Stacks of stuff. Yeah. Great. Yeah. But, well, if you end up going back there, I'm serious. I kid you not. Ask them if they are having an estate sale. I'll I'll stand in line for it. She wants to go that on the field trip. Yeah, that would be fun. Oh, that would be fun. Do a live show from there. Ooh. Yo, oh, there we go. Take a camera. Yeah. You could do that. That would be cool. Oh yeah. yeah. No, we'll get the video. We'll get the video camera out. We'll start. Uh, we'll start taking pictures. But yeah. Yeah. I could see it. I could see it now. Linda out in the backyard. Okay, running. Running the whole garage sale, you know, barking out numbers, just like when they open up those uh, storage <laughs> storage bins. Yeah, a dollar and a half, an account and a half, and a dollar and a half, a dollar. <laughs> she's going to be the one that walks in and say, says, I'll give you $500 for the whole lot. <laughs> yeah, right? I hope not, man. I am trying to get rid of stuff because when I, when I wrote my column on garage sales in the Arizona Republic for 10 years, it was hard for me to walk away from a garage sale without buying something. I kind of felt guilty, but also if it was something I was writing on, I kind of felt it was something important for me to have. So I would buy it. Well, of course, because and, you can use it as a write-off. 
Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> now yeah. I'd like to throw it out. No, uh, some of this stuff, I'm just like, what was I thinking? You know, like a fishing spear or, no, what is, it's a, a harpoon. What, what, why didn't I buy a harpoon? I guess because I could, you know. A movie prop, but it's a real, of course. Yeah, it's a real harpoon I bought for $15, and it's still in my garage. Now, see, somebody here, I, I work in the independent film industry here on occasions, and I have for the last 35 years, and I'm thinking somebody like me who likes to collect props would actually probably buy that if you label it as a movie prop. Okay, so you ought to come and look in my garage because I have a lot of things that would work in movies, especially in movies like based in or maybe scenes from the 1940s. For some reason, I'm drawn to stuff in the 1940s. And a lot of what I have, lamps, furniture, is from the 40s. Wow. Uh, 20s, 30s, and 40s, yeah. And, you know, we do have some production houses here locally. There's a couple of studios that do things. So that might be, you know, if you're looking for a place, shall we say, to either donate or sell as a package deal, maybe you can get in contact because and even... You know, colleges like Scottsdale Community, they do theater and stuff like that. They do film work and classes. So a lot of those kind of people might be looking for props. Oh, my gosh. What a smoking idea. I might <laughs> yeah, do that. Yeah, you See? never know. I would, I, I would love to get rid of a lot of it. So it, I'm getting tired of uh, moving it around and stuff like that. So Yeah, yeah. check out Sun yeah. Studios in Tempe. Sun Studios, they do a lot of production down Sun there. Sun Studios, okay. Yeah, Sun Studios down in Tempe. So they might be able to take some of that stuff off your hands. You never know. Okay. All right. So, That's it. All right. We, now, we gave, now we gave Linda a mission. Yes. So we have to we have to we have to we have to follow through and check on and see what we could do. But no, that's a great idea. You know, a lot of times people turn around like they always say, What's that Linda, what's that saying about, you know, one person's one person's trash is another man's treasure. Yeah, or... there you go. Yeah. But yeah. that that could go for our exes too, Steve. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> There it is. Oh you mean oh you mean Alan? Okay. See, we, we had to throw in a Danism since he's not here today. I know. That was in his honor. I know. Oh, that is so funny. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, my God. We have so much fun here when we talk about home improvement. People have no idea what, what the entertainment value that they get, and plus all the great information that they get here every week. And, you know, one of the things that we're going to be talking about here after we go to break, oh, I want to let everybody know about... Um, you know, uh, we're going to ha- get a, uh, a great new sponsor. And for those of you who like to change your lighting to LED lights, we are going to have a great resource for you coming up here in a few weeks. Going to be a great new sponsor here on the show. and going to be dealing with those great LED lights. It's going to be able to, if you make the commitment to, to make some kind of energy savings in your house, these lights are the most perfect thing to do because they they they. It, whether it's a new build or a retrofit into a remodel, you could change these cans out for what you have, mm-hmm. and they are going to save you a boatload of money. See, that's what I'm interested in, too. Like, we're talking about energy savings in, in this time as we're now into the over 100 days and counting, you know, here in the Valley. That I want to see exactly how much money we could save, especially now that the unit's going to, that air conditioning unit's going to be running you know, pretty much almost every day it depends on, like you say, you, you, you run it and you turn it. I, like I have it on 84 now so that this way during the day when I'm not there, it's probably not going to kick on 
unless it gets above 84 in the house. The house does have great insulation. But after, you know, when you come home, you kick it down a little bit to like maybe 79. This way it drops down five degrees. And then with the fans on, it's, it's perfect. And you know it's something? Perfect. You talked about the LED lighting. And when yeah. I changed it over in my old house before I sold it, the coolest thing about it is, is when you get up early in the morning, because we had a landscape company, so we yeah. got up real early in the morning, especially during the summertime, 4 o'clock sometimes, and it's still dark out, and you go into the kitchen, you turn on the bright lights, and you've got like 15 can lights in the kitchen, and you get blinded by the light, literally. But with the LEDs, they almost work like a dimmer switch in well, yeah, a way, you, because you could it put, takes a minute for it to heat up. A, a lot of times in the past, you were able to put, uh, you, we weren't able to put dimmers on LED lights. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a whole different story. You can absolutely do that and make it um, comfortable when you get comfortable. up. You're not getting blinded before you have your morning coffee. You walk out there, it's like, whoa. <laughs> you know, with the LEDs, they kind of just slowly go on and wake you up a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. Absolutely. All right. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to have more with with uh, Linda, Hammond, and everything that we can touch on. And maybe we could find some uh, movie stuff in her garage. Well, I like that Ooh, idea. We're going to go I out do. and see what we could see in her garage. All right, we're going Are to Fountain Hills. Are that run around from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust, the pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Celebrity voice impersonated. Hi, this is your former president. I told my Arkansas girlfriend she was painting her eyebrows too high. She looked surprised. Have you ever started a project on your home by yourself and it turned out worse than my presidency? Sometimes you need to call in a professional, especially when that professional is affordable and can fix everything. Call Image Home Improvement 623-580-0901 or log on to imagehomeimprovement.com. Let the pros make everything look beautiful. Call Image Home Improvement or log on to imagehomeimprovement.com. I thought a hot tub was a stolen bathroom Fixture. I'm Krista Guerin from HGTV's Flip It to Win It. If you're purchasing a home to live in or to flip, you need to know everything about it. Get to know your home through the professionals on Image Home Improvement Live every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. on Star Worldwide Networks. All right, Homer's excited and we are here and we are excited because we're in this 
wonderful air-conditioned studio. As See, it, that's as the it biggest is, misnomer bro- about Arizona. Everyone what? thinks it's always so hot, but we're in the car, we're in the house, we're in buildings, we're in shopping malls, we're at work. We're always in the AC. Yeah, we're always in the AC because that's what it is. That's why AC yeah. is such a big part yeah. of you know having uh, it work in your home. You know, unlike our mm-hmm. friend out in the field who is burning up probably right now as we speak. What's the weather like out there? It's hot. Damn hot. Real hot. Hot in this is my shorts. I can cook things in it. Little crotch pot cooking. It's damn hot. You can be a little thing. I saw it so damn hot. I saw one of those little guys in the orange robe burst into flames. It's that hot. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, I so love that movie. <laughs> He's so good. He's so good. Robin Williams. Uh, but, you know, Linda... Tell us a little bit about, you know, what do you see, you know, as we get, we're getting in the summer now. And obviously, you know, springtime was always good. I mean, you see uh, yard sales and garage sales all over the place, you know, when it's cooler. What what happens when it gets really hot? Um, well, I, I say that we live in a, a community or an area where you can have garage sales year round. Because we can always deal with it. And the way that people deal with it is they open early. And, and that's what I love most about people who have garage sales is when they open early because that means they're thinking serious business and they want to beat the heat and maybe be done by 11 o'clock. I mean, I have held garage sales in July before. Call me crazy, but I've done it before because, you know, you, you just get in that mode. You're like, okay, I'm ready. I'm going to do it. So you get your stuff ready, and one of the best things you can do is open at 5 a.m. I know it sounds crazy, but it is doable, especially if you want to advertise that you're going to open early, and especially if you have certain things that you really want to get rid of and you want to advertise that, like if you have a piano you want to sell or a refrigerator. People are going to come just for that, and they're going to come early. So why not make more money early and beat the heat and get done by 11 o'clock. I know that I've done that many times, opened it. And when I say open at 5, a lot of times I would write on my ad that I'd be open at 6. But you know how that is. People come early, especially if they know they want something. So say you're opening at 6, but be prepared for people to come around 5, 5.30. And, and I always say, hey, early birds are welcome. It drives me crazy when people don't want early birds. You know, the earlier you can walk off with my stuff, the better off I am. So open early in the summertime. And, you know, people that are listening to this now, it's about 930 in the morning, right? I mean, um, it's almost lunchtime for me around this time when it comes to garage sailing. So a lot of people are already done because they don't want to hang out in the heat unless you want the best price. If price is all you care about, you want something cheap, then go when people are getting ready to close. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's just like that old saying, like when you go do an event and you have product, the last thing you want to do is pack the the remaining product up and take it away. So that's exactly. the best. That's the, a lot of times people come and pick up the whole load and take it somewhere, or I'll take the whole load for $100 or something like that. So, yeah. And I noticed um, something, too, especially during the summertime. It, this is kind of even crazy because I lived in Gilbert for quite a few years, and I noticed in the neighborhoods a lot of times – 
the people would like put baked treats out there, muffins early in the morning. They would put some lemonade. They'd have a cooler of soda pop and they'd be selling this stuff. And people were buying it and eating and drinking while they were walking around the garage sale. And by the time they were halfway done with their meal, they were actually buying stuff because they were so happy eating and drinking. It's like having yeah. breakfast, one shop stop, breakfast and shopping. Yeah, it's like exactly. having. It's and like you have a little bit. Go ahead. Steve. Yeah, I was going to say it's like having your 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 kid out on the corner selling lemonade. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, you know, this... and, and that's a good way for the kids to learn. And I've seen people yeah. have stuff for sale at garage sales. So anything goes when it comes to you know food, especially food that smells good. If you can get those donuts smelling good. Or cinnamon rolls or something like that. Those are you're right. Those are going to sell. So you know, well. it's funny you mentioned that because you know, you know what yesterday was, Linda. National Donut Day. <laughs> it was, and people have I, they, they had some stuff on on uh, ABC fifteen where they were showing some of the 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 weird donuts. Somebody actually, Robert, you'll get a kick out of this one, okay? And actually, I wish I could get some and I could send it down to uh, um, to ABC fifteen. And uh, it, it was a haboob donut. Okay. It looked like a haboob. It was, and it was stuffed with like cream and 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 uh, crunched crackers. Okay, you have to explain what a haboob is because remember, not everybody listening okay. to the show lives in Arizona. If, yeah, if everybody they might think it's X rated. Yeah, with some of the stuff that we've been talking about. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, seriously, for those of you who are outside Maricopa County in the Phoenix area. Out here in the desert, it is a it's a massive dust storm that looks like it rolls in, just like the one that rolled in in Texas. That they said, in fact, they said it on the news. Hey, these things are rolling into Texas, just like they did in Phoenix. And these things are huge; you can't see. It just blinds you, you know. So um, Amber Sullins would have appreciated those donuts right? because she always talks. We always have her. In fact, she's due in soon to talk about this year's monsoon storms and how to help. Protected, and we're going to keep uh, touch base with our uh, roofing experts to make sure that you know we have your roof safe when these monsoons roll in. But the donuts are just—it's a triple D desert. Was it um, dust devil donut? There dust we go. Devil dust donut. devil donut. All right, Robin, coming up with some 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 Robinisms. It took me a minute, you know. It's okay. I'm blonde and it's early, so. Oh, well, okay. okay. <laughs> I haven't had my coffee yet. I don't, don't, I don't drink coffee. Uh, that's okay. Watch, watch it. You make it in front of my New York accent again. Well, I had New Yorkers in my studio all day yesterday, so I, I, I knew I was going to pick up on it sooner yeah, or later. Yeah, you know, but, you yeah, know. Coffee. I've been here. I've been here long enough that I could be a transplanted native. <laughs> you know, but what do you think? I don't know. Linda, where are you originally from? Columbus, Ohio. See? Wow. You two are transplants. Okay, yeah. well, I'm a oh, native, yeah. so there we go. You're a native? Oh, I lived well, in yeah. uh, seven states, though, before I got here to Arizona. So, because I was a television news anchor, so you kind of got to travel around and to different cities and get your jobs that way. So, you never told me she was a news anchor. Oh, Steve, yeah. I wonder she's, she's a, got such a great voice. She's a professional. Voice. I, know I, wow. I don't have anybody but the best on this show. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know? I guess I can qualify as the best. That's right. Too. That's right. You're the be- you're the best studio director <laughs> we've ever had. I'm the only female one you've ever had. <laughs> that's true. And not a board hop either. That's that, I see. I, whoever said that? Did you, I ever say that? The first day I don't you think so. In, the I don't. First th- day you, I, you graced me in my studio. You must be day. mistaken. That was fun. That was fun. I know. Well, that's, because I, that's because I worked over that unclear channel, and that's what we used to call him. 
Yeah, I just love working with you, though, because I can razz you and get away with it, and you can razz me, and we have fun. Oh, I have fun, yeah. yeah. Linda, tell us a bit. About, now, there are places on the Internet that people could go if they really want to take you know their garage sales seriously. And I know there are places on there online that you could go and see where there are garage sales, but what's some of the best places to go look that up if somebody well, decides I, to list them? I would still say... Um, Craigslist is still very popular, but also Facebook has become popular to uh, announce your sale or to even put things up for sale. Um, Obviously, newspapers are pretty passe because you don't want to spend $35 on one ad when you can do it for free, but definitely online. And I can't stress this enough. Signs are critical when it comes to garage sales. So, because people may not set out to start garage selling for the day, but once they see a sign, they're going to probably go to it if they have the time. So that's where some of the adventure comes in. You can find something that is the find of a lifetime and tell people, hey, I wasn't even out garage selling. I just happened to see a sign. So don't underestimate your signs and always make them really bright and simple. So, you know, like pink neon, I love that. That stands out the best. And black lettering that just says, Sale with an arrow. And make it fat lettering, too. Make, don't make yeah, it thin lettering. Yeah, and don't make it like, you know, and I'm, be, I'm being a little facetious here, but, you know, you see some of these people, that they go out, they're scurrying out of their car, and they've got this little Mickey Mouse sign attached to a milk carton, and they set yeah. it on the side of the road, and they expect, and the wind's blowing it, and it's not adhered properly. And you, you, yeah, you know what it is, but it looks pretty tacky. Yeah, yeah, I always say you got to have a sign checker, somebody that goes around and checks on the status of the sign because they do blow down, but also people turn them, maybe to point them toward their sign, or you have the neighborhood watch people that will take them down. Yes. And you know what I used yeah. to do since we were in a landscape company? We always had extra pavers, four-by-fours, and those sitting around the yard, four-by-sixes. So what we used to do is we used to take like a cardboard box, a real small cardboard box, paste the sign on the box and then put a paver inside the box so that the wind wouldn't blow the box or knock it down. Yeah. Yeah. That's a real good idea. And you just said something that's key and that is you put the sign on the box and why that's important is when you put a cardboard box out there and just um, write the words on the cardboard box, cardboard does not stand out. Nope. You, You really can drive by that without seeing it because it just, blends in too much with the terrain. Yeah, that's so it. you you want that neon poster board for your sign. You know, one other thing uh, that I want to share before we go to break is um, some of the places that you, we're talking about online, we're talking about Craigslist. Another one is next door. And they're pretty much all over the valley, you know, depending on your neighborhood. And I, you know, every time I've, I've moved, I've, you know, obviously went to a different group so to speak, and now I'm in the new group where I, you know, near where I bought my home. And, you know, if you look up um, uh, Garage Sales Phoenix, you'll, you'll see the, uh, one of the things that pops up is next door. So if oh, you okay. are part of, yeah, if you're part of that group or, or even get alerts, because it's just, you know, people let people know when they're looking for something. It's kind of like Facebook in a way, but it's, it's geared towards the neighborhood or if there's a lost dog or somebody has something for sale or like I'm looking at one right now. It's just, you know, garage sales with, uh, 
you know, the dates, the times, and the address. Oh, I see it. I see it, yeah. Yeah. So uh, those are, it's just another place to be able to go look and see. And if you are um, always interested in looking at something, you know, like I probably if I see one along the way, um, and if I happen to ca- my eye happens to catch something like if he has a, a massive amount of tools out somewhere, I'll, I'll probably stop just to see what's there because you never know. You you know, with somebody in construction, you never know when you need another tool. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, it's just always right. always something there that you may be missing, and you can get it, and you don't have to go to the store and buy it new, and it's still good. And some of the lady is look for tools at garage sales too. It's not just the contractors yeah. or the the mechanics. Us girls look for that stuff too. That's right. Women do home improvement too, and obviously, Absolutely. women have to take care of their house just like men do. So it's always good to make sure that you have some kind of toolbox uh, at the house just to take care of minor stuff. And like Linda was mentioning before, you know, you get a lot of great things in a divorce sale, especially yeah, when the wives absolutely. are looking to dump off the tools real quick. Yeah. Look, and good prices, for sure. Looking absolutely. to stash some money. <laughs> okay. Anyway, all right, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to have more garage sale talk with our good friend, Linda Hammond, and uh, moi, your home improvement specialist, Steve Dubell. Don't go away. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric, a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. Some of their residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480 480- You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. Sun, rain, and wind. Rightway Roofing knows Arizona and what it can do to your roof. From minor repairs to complete replacement, we've got you covered. Our state-of-the-art materials are designed to stand up to whatever Arizona dishes out. We offer a 15 to 30-year warranty depending on your roof, so you know it's done right. Rightway Roofing. Call or go online now for your free estimate. Rightway Roofing. There's only one way, the right way. Rightway Roofing. In the East Valley, call 480-232-5458. In the West Valley, 602-299-8851. Or go to azroof.com. Hi, I'm John Weisbach, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing, and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs, and left unattended, those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday mornings on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you are listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Networks. And we are talking with Linda Hammond today. Uh, as Dan is out, unfortunately, he is on um, medical disability, we'll call it. 
Something well, like that, Something yeah. like that, yeah. He's home resting. And I just texted him and got an answer back, so he misses us, just to let you know. He did, huh? Yes. I have to keep in touch with him because I miss him. Uh, you know, you know? He's, he's, like, um, he's like part of the team. Oh, he is the team. Yeah. What are you talking he's about? Been, yeah, he's been with us yeah. since 2009. So he's, that's He's been that's with you longer years. than me. I know. Well, we well, yeah, but you were busy. You were out busy rock and rolling back in 9 years ago. No, I was doing landscaping, which was stupid because <laughs> I was married. We know how that ended. Yeah, we know how that ended. We don't need to do that again. No, but it was fun learning stuff about landscaping. Well, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, because the skills come in handy being on your show. See, that's See? right. Yeah, cuz you, you always have good input, you know. Well, I don't know, do I? Yeah, I'm just one of the guys. Whether, whether it's home improvement related or not, you know. <laughs> well, I bring the female element to the show. Well, this I'm, is true. I'm like that chick on Tool Time, whatever her name was. Oh, no, no. You're like Norma Valley. Oh. Forget it. Norma Valley, a good friend of mine who actually That's... used to be the Tool Belt Diva on the Discovery Home Channel years ago. Oh, my God. Years I'm ago. so touched. That's like she... one hell of a compliment. Oh, my Thank God. You. Yes. Wow. You know. I mean, yeah, she wrote a book. You're writing a book. I this mean, you guys are good. This is my second book. So your second book. See this that? This is my second one, yeah. See that? No, see, see wow. Linda, you, the authors are all around me. Yeah. You know, well, you and Robin, I mean, is, I, I, I think I'm going to have to sit down and take time and write a book. Uh-oh. We're yeah. in trouble. A tell-all behind yeah. the scenes. A tell-all? <laughs> a a tell-all. Did I not pronounce that correctly? Uh, tell-all. Oh, my God. Oof. Nobody would care. Nobody would want to read my story. You never know. You never, why? You what, never what do you know. think? Homeowner. Everybody has a story. Everybody's got a story. Yeah, it depends on, you know. Here you go. Homeowner horror stories. Yeah, homeowner See? horror stories. Yeah, Dan and I could write that book. If a taxi cab driver can write a book about taxi cab confessions, a contractor can write a store a, a book about homeowner nightmares. Taxi cab professions. Is that... They have. Really? Yeah. I, I've seen that. My buddy actually drove for Uber for a couple of years, and he was talking about writing a book. He was doing a blog about his daily driving yeah. and the experience. It's like being a bartender or a counselor. Oh, yeah. You know, that's pro- you know that's, I never thought of that. That's, mm-hmm. that's uh, probably pretty good. Yeah. To be able yeah, to turn around and do that. Right yeah, I hear, yeah. That, I hear that a lot when homeowners tell me their horror stories of the contractor that they fired, and then they called me. <laughs> <laughs> Better than the other way around. Well, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't think I'd be around too long if it was the other way around. Oh my God! But anyway, but um, so I think the best thing for people to do, and obviously, you know, we're always talking about people need you no, know, but be able to get to the point where they want to have a sale, and I think that's probably, you know, wouldn't you say that would have to be a motivating factor? Somebody needs to be motivated to be able to. To just, you know, yeah. get rid of because their stuff. Does, yeah. It does take some organization. However, let me, um, if, if you're procrastinating about having a sale, let me help everyone out. One thing that people procrastinate the most about is pricing things because they just feel overwhelmed. Well, what price should I put on this? But I always say, and this is my best tip, don't price anything because it's, such a waste of time, and I'll give you so many reasons why it's a waste of time. The price tags fall off anyway. People can switch the price tags. You don't want to outprice your market. Plus, a lot of times, you are going to get more money if you don't price things. So keep that in mind, and try, if you can, to have the person walking up to the sale name the price. And, and the reason I like to do this, 
is because a lot of times if you have, and I always like to use an example of a cookie jar. Let's say you have oh, a cookie jar of a little girl that you always hated as a kid, and you knew it was from the 40s, but you just never liked it. Maybe you'd put a price tag of a dollar on it. But now let's say somebody walks up and remembers having that cookie jar when they were a kid. Maybe they broke it. Maybe they lost it. And now they would just die to have that. Chances are they're going to put a higher price than a dollar on it if they offer it to you. Um, So let them make the offer. And if they hum and haw and they just won't make the offer, then try and pay attention to what kind of car they got out of. Did they get out of a a Ferrari? (laughs) Did they get out of a BMW? Go a little higher on the price. It sounds a little crude, but I've done that before. That's pretty smart. I never even thought of yeah, that. Yeah, really. Wow. Well, that's because yeah, you, you have, have to, to pay attention. Pay attention, yeah, because if you're out there, and then maybe sometimes depending on how big your garage sale is, you obviously might need more than one person. So ask oh, yeah. ask your friends to come over, or you know, like a lot of people do, you know, when the neighbors get together, they combine it and they make it a neighborhood project. So you could literally drive down a street like in an HOA, and there could be multiple people on there. Yeah, I always advise people to not have a garage sale alone, and I just mean that for safety reasons because, unfortunately, uh, sometimes the crowds can get big at garage sales. And keep this in mind, you're kind of loosey-goosey and things are casual when you're having a garage sale, so you might leave the doors open, all your doors open, and if that's the case, people could sneak in in a back door and steal you um, blind, basically, which has happened before. I've done stories on that because, uh, you know, all your attention is to the people out front buying stuff. Uh, they don't think about going in the back and watching things. So you have to be careful about that. Maybe it would be a good idea if you do that to put the big things in the back and the small things in the front. This way they're less apt to try you. you to try and no, run I'm out with it. No, I'm talking about going in the back door of your house. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. I've done a story on some people that were robbed of their computers and uh, phones and stuff like that while they were outside at the sale. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, well, yeah, that's that could be. That could be somebody yeah. who could definitely get around and uh, come through your back door. Yeah. So be careful. And then... And then I've, I've done stories on people. Get this. I remember one time I walked up to a garage sale, and this lady was on the phone, and she was all frantic. And I said, what's going on? And she said, my husband, he's following some people that just sold, stole something. And I said, well, what did they steal? And, he, and she said, uh, a hunter's knife. And I said, you know what? Your husband ought to back off and let him have it <laughs> because it's not worth your life, you know. People are, uh, for some reason, it seems like every sale I've ever had, something weird has disappeared. And I sure as heck am not going to go chasing after someone, especially if they just stole a hunting knife. So, you know, it's not worth your life. So Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's crazy. All right, we're going to, yeah. take, we're going to take another short break, and we're going to wrap things up here on Image Home Improvement Life. So I want everybody to stay tuned. Don't go away. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies' three valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. 
Sometimes you start a project with great intentions, and then it keeps getting bigger, and nothing makes sense, and it grows out of control. So how do you get all the parts and pieces in sync together? Fix it. Image Home Improvement. If you're doing a kitchen, bathroom remodel, or room additions, it's time to call a professional. 623-580-0901 or imagehomeimprovement.com. This is Jimmy Johnson, NASCAR driver of the number 48 Lowe's Chevrolet. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live, and we're talking today about taking your garage sale to the next level. And one of the things that you want to think about, Linda, how many, what kind of reasons do you think people go to garage sales for? Other than, you um, know, obviously, you know, people need stuff. But, I mean, obviously, there's got to be some reason why some people want to go, just like people have a reason to go to Goodwill. I think there are two Two, well, there's lots of reasons, but two big reasons would be collectors. Maybe somebody collects albums, and you know that's one of the number one things people get rid of is old record albums. Or um, maybe um, somebody likes to go to garage sales, buy things for a dollar, and sell them online for $10. You know, you really can make some money doing that. And some people have a niche. Um, so, you know, there are people that maybe go to garage sales and just buy old golf clubs and shine them up and sell those online. You know, maybe they spend a few dollars on them and then make a hundred on them online. So those are serious buyers, and those are the people that may come up and say, hey, do you have any um, uh, albums for sale, or do you have any golf clubs? And a lot of times, people won't even have them out, but they'll say, you know what, I do. Let me go in the house and get them. So, yeah, those are some of the main reasons that people go to garage sales. You know, one of the things that obviously used near and dear to me, and, and obviously this is, uh, some people know that this has made a, a slight comeback, obviously, is vinyl records. I mean, you used yeah. to, when they went away, when they went away years ago, and, you know, when uh, in my DJ years back in New York, Chicago, and Boston, I had, I had like, going just going to a, a record store was like going to a candy store. I mean, I used to go in there. I just give me this one, this one, this one. And, you know, and you always, cause you always have, want to have some good music to mix together. And then all of a sudden when, you know, CDs came out, then I was like, you know, I don't want to say, I was doing it for 10 years. I, I wasn't ready to make a transition to CDs. And I just said, you know, we're just going to retire that part of my life. But then all of a sudden vinyl started making a comeback. And, but, there were certain albums and stuff that I never gave up because I always wanted them because they they were sentimental to me. So I didn't give it give them up. Plus, I always I still have one of my original Techniques turntables, which still has a needle in it, still works. But I've got a whole case full of of vinyl. But when I, it was not that long ago, I walked into Fry's Electronics and there's a whole row of vinyl. And people, they, you could still go online, you could still buy turntables, you could still buy vinyl. And, you know, um, I, I think people who uh, want to go back and maybe look for that original Beatle album or maybe the, the first Red album from Dave Pratt, 
<laughs> when he had his group way back in the day. Um, you know, those are those are collector's items. Some people want to be able to go have them. Or, you know, and I could see it now. Vinyl, slightly scratched, $2. <laughs> you know, so, oh, yeah. Something real, something really economical. But people, I can see people going for that. Golf clubs, like you said, is another thing. But then on the other hand, too, like you said, they could clean it up. They maybe that's what they are. Collectors, maybe they want to gift them. They want to look at a, get. They want to get some some inexpensive gifts to give to people that know that certain things that they find are meaningful to them. You know, I mean, I I could see somebody looking for that. Some of that, uh, maybe some of that. Uh, Old nostalgia, nostalgia type stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was the word I was definitely. looking for. And it's yeah, absolutely. I love stuff. Yeah, and I think that's pretty. That's pretty cool. And you know, you could always find something like that online. But you know, online is okay. But you know, there's something to be said about going out and yourself. looking at it and touching it and seeing it live. You know, well, you have more of a story too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, more you could, of an adventure. Yeah, exactly. It's it, it's an adventure in stadium. Anybody can go online and order anything, right? But you're not going to tell the story. You know, might you know they may tell you the story about about the piece that you're interested in. You know, I mean, some people they may not exactly. care, but other people. If it was me, I think you could go out. Definitely, if that's your thing, you could go out and you could make an adventure. You could take your kids if you want. You know, just go out and look for things or. Or, um, you know, you could do it by yourself. It all depends on what, what you like and what you'd like to do. But uh, I would say, just to recap, everything's got, it's got to be, especially now, it's got to be early. And I don't think, you know, 5, 6 o'clock is probably a good time to be able to get it. You, could, you can get out there at 5 as soon as the sun comes up and set up. People are going to know. As soon as you get those signs out, I would strongly recommend that you have Somebody be setting up if it's, if this stuff's going to take up your full driveway or something like that. Have another person go out and start placing signs. Oh yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, because the second the signs go up, and you want to do it. You want to do it this way. You want to do the signs closest to the sale first and work your way out. That way, people aren't going to be following the person with the signs. In other words. Um, you know, start at the first corner of the house and put a sign and so on and so on. That way people can start garage sailing while the sign person is still out. That's right. That's right. And if you'd like, if you'd like to be able to go back and, and uh, find it, you have a community that maybe hasn't done one in a while. It may not be a bad idea to um, communicate with your HOA and see if there's any interest Um and maybe set a couple of dates throughout the year, much like they set dates for bulk waste pickup here in the Valley of the Sun in your neighborhood and say, okay, you know, we'd like to do one maybe, maybe in April and October, we'll say. Okay. When the temperature is a little more temperate and, um, and then you get the whole neighborhood involved. Yeah. You know, so I think that's, that's, that's a good idea and get, uh, not to mention you get a chance to meet your neighbors. Yeah, it is a fun time that way, too. So, yeah. And you don't feel guilty if you pack up early because there's other people out still. Well, yeah, absolutely. And you never know. Everybody, everybody's got a different, you know, um, style of merchandise that they want to do, or I should say different kind of merchandise that maybe 
Uh, maybe somebody's got more tools, or maybe he's got, somebody has more. You know, there are a lot of people out there too. They where they're they're um, putting out some of their maybe uh, youngsters' clothes that they've had for years, but they're still yeah. good. You know, so there are a lot of things out there. You know, pertaining to a lot of different people. You know, yeah. one, one of the other things though, you know that, I, and maybe you've seen this, but I think it would be a lot of fun. You know how this the the uh, some of the major stores have those sign twirlers? Yeah. How about oh, we yeah. get a sign twirler out for a yard sale? I haven't seen that yet, but I think that I would be an idea. Yep, I saw someone, uh, someone actually hired their gardener and paid him $10 an hour to stand out on the corner and twirl a sign for a garage sale. So I've seen just about everything when it comes to signs, that's for sure. I think that would be a lot of fun. Well, you know, because obviously somebody's standing out there, and if you're not in front of a store, okay, you might pay a little more attention to it. Yeah. You know, and, and I think some of the guys that really not just know how to twirl the sign, but they get really into their part, so to speak, and they're aiming, yeah. they're pointing, they're doing they're doing everything just to get your attention, just to go down at a certain time. And, you know, I know. Yeah, and, and you can't read the sign. <laughs> <laughs> you can't read the sign, but you know something's happening this way. So you go yeah. down that way, and then, you, then you'll find it. But I thought, uh, yeah. I think that would be a lot of fun to see somebody doing that. That would be a Facebook, a Facebook posting. I would definitely see that. If I saw that, I would put it on Facebook. That yeah, would be a lot of fun. Be- Absolutely. Okay, so I wanted to let you know, Linda, you know, I, there was a big surprise that I want to let all our listeners know that, you know, if you've been listening to the show for any length of time, you know that uh, I recently interviewed my stepdaughter, who actually is a colorectal cancer survivor, stage four, and oh, wow. she, it changed her life. It really has. And uh, she has set out on a mission. Uh, to be able to go and help people that have gone through what she has gone through, as well as trying able to get the word out and help organizations that are actually out there as a support mechanism for all people that are afflicted with um, not just that type of cancer, but any type of cancer. So we want to be able to help her in any way possible. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to um, help get her story out. We interviewed her about two weeks ago on my show. And uh, the main mission that she is going to be embarking on, and uh, tomorrow she is entered into the Mrs. Arizona pageant, which is going to be at the Herberger Theater, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So if you uh, like to come down and say hi and throw your support towards Jennifer Ruddle, make sure that you come down and... um, Bring your banners, bring everything, anything you want. Go, Jennifer, or whatever you want. I'll be there to support you. <laughs> but uh, we'll, be, we'll be there front and center, and we're wishing her well. Uh, she wants to be able to use that as a platform to be able to go out and help people. And uh, I think it's very commendable, and uh, we love her. Aww, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, that's what I've got. So you know where I'll be tomorrow afternoon. I'll be at the Herbert. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, and we'll give you an update on that. Also, you'll be able to um, check. She's actually scheduled for an interview with Robin and Duffy, who uh, actually host their show, uh, Life Happens. And that'll be, I believe it's on the 20th of this month. So you'll be able to talk to her, and I'm sure we'll be able to uh, hear everything about 
what happened at the pageant. And obviously, I'm biased, but she'll win. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway. Well, she's already won, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. No, she's already won. She beat, she beat the cancer. And, you know, now I commend her because she wants to make a difference in other people's lives. And um, we're doing anything and everything we can to help her in that cause because I know it's, it's, it's very near and dear to her. And uh, it, it's just a, it's a, it's a great cause and something to be very uh, passionate about, and which I know she is. So it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. But, Linda, thanks so much for being on the show today. And, uh, hey, thanks for having me. I love it every time. You we, guys are great. We always Thank love you. having you on Absolutely. the show. Dan. Absolutely. And we'll give, you, we'll give Dan, send Dan your, your uh, regards, and uh, he'll be back next week. He'll be feeling much better, and I'm sure he'll have a lot to tell us uh, coming back. And I know he's got some great insight into that big, re, um, big house that I was telling you about earlier in the show. Um, so a lot of things that need to be fixed, but on the other hand, too, I, I will find out what they're going to do with all that stuff in the garage, Linda. I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll let you know. All right, Linda okay. Hammond, thank you so much. Thank you. All right, and I want to say thanks to all the listeners. Make sure you stay cool. Don't forget, Monsoon is um, upon us. We'll be here uh, next Saturday morning, 8 to 9, as always. And... Uh, just want to remind everybody, if you ever thought about not listening to this program, resistance is futile. We'll see you next week. You're a great American. I love you. Where we move.